Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's episode 201 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Happy Monday. Uh, hope you had a great weekend. Hope you played some golf. Uh, Nate and Ben are out, but my man Grayson Huff jumped in to save the day. We're going to talk some live tour. We're going to talk his season, and then we're going to talk uh, did I get screwed and just spend a whole bunch of money on a driver and just get just basically just get sold. So uh, tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one sports betting website in the country. Grayson loves it. Uh, yeah. Log in, log in today. Uh, sign up today, get a 50% welcome bonus. Use coupon code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, get a 50% welcome bonus. Give them 100 bucks. they're going to give you $50, uh, $50 back to play with. You got the live casino. You, know, you got golf you can bet on. You got baseball. You got all kind of stuff. Uh, bet online, it's where the game starts. So, Grayson, thanks again for jumping in. Uh, Ben's at the beach. Nate, just – I wish I was at the beach. Yeah, sometimes Sundays just sneak up on Nate when we record. So uh, he, he's he's out, but we're we're gonna me and you we're gonna rock it. So hey, does this put me like up there in the category with the Colonel for like best listener, or am easily. I still a little bit below him? You're still you're just you're just a smidge behind him, but okay, okay. But you're working your way. You're working your way up there. Shout uh, out to him for listening to everything, every so, episode. Every I episode. feel like I listen to a lot, but I can't believe that he listens to all of them. Oh man, yeah, and he loves you too. Big, <laughs> he's a big Auburn fan, uh, big Grayson Huff fan, just like we are. So this week uh, was the Scottish Open, and some of the scuttle that happened. Uh, it, it's the, always leads up to the Open the following week. Um, big story: Greg Norman was uninvited from the champions dinner champion ceremony he's a two-time winner um he called it quote-unquote petty uh is it a big deal is it not a big deal are we overreacting underreacting what 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 do you think about it because i have a take too I'll, I'll i'll get it i'll hit it after you go yeah i'd be interested to see what you say um uh, i don't think it's that big of a deal i mean it, it's a big deal but it's not it's important to go to those things. And as a past champion, like, I think he should be able to go. Like if he doesn't follow along with everything, then like, so be it. But, but also they're trying to make a point. So point made point taken, I guess. Um, But you know, those guys, like everybody knows each other um, out there. And so that's one of those things where, them not inviting him is going to be the talk around the water cooler um, a little bit. And then, you know, they got a couple older guys that are going to be there that are going to be sitting, you know, right where Greg would be sitting. And uh, it's just kind of one of those things where I think, I think it's just them. It's just all politics and, you know, petty, whatever. I feel like we're watching C-SPAN sometimes with their (laughs) arguments, you know, it's like, really like, let's just play golf. Yeah. Uh, so I, I got a little bit of a take on it. So Greg, Greg has pretty much been a recluse for, for quite a while. Like he hasn't played in, in the open since 2009. Um, normally it's pretty publicized when the, when these guys go to these things, like, do we even know that he's been to the champions dinner in like the past, however long, like maybe he has, maybe he hasn't, but you just don't ever see him on TV footage even before things went bad. So I've always I'm not a pro live guy, but I'm I, I I've enjoyed the the conversation. I've enjoyed the you know everything that could possibly come from it. So I've ne- I've definitely been on the defending side some, but like this is one where I think Greg is just look. He was this is nothing more than a opportunity for publicity, and uh, he was uninvited, and he's met and it's become a big deal. Even though I don't really think he's been that involved with RNA and the open and stuff like that for like the past however because that's just who he is yeah i bet from a behind the scenes standpoint i'm sure that he's more involved than we would give him credit for and that we see sure um you know obviously they're gonna make anything that he does right now a media thing um 
but I agree with you. I think it's just something that he could, I think he put his application into play because he knew what was going to go on with live. And he's like, I just need, cause right now for live golf, any publicity is good publicity, bad, good, whatever. So anything that he does, um, I think is kind of categorized towards that. Is there really, would there really have been a threat for anything had he gone? Like, was there a, th- was there really like a, was there a reason to uninvite him other than just to be, like he said, Petty, is there any, is there anything you could have worried about with him being there or it was, is it just to say, Hey, let's make a statement. Maybe like, you know, all the players lockers have a live flyer on them. I, I don't, <laughs> but, but you know, I don't, I don't think that there was anything. I mean, it's like, it's like saying that, you know, past masters champions can't go play. Well, it's like, they do that every year. They cordially uninvite guys to tell them not to play because they want better, better talent playing. Right. It's, and it's not like, it's not a, you know, we don't like you. It's just, they're trying to get a better field. And I bet their thing was like, well, we don't want you to play really because you don't play anymore, yeah. but you know, he's blowing it up. And then he's also going to the champions dinner. They're like, well, we don't really want you on property because we want it to be because it is really special. This year is this year oh, is incredible. Huge. It's the 150th. It's at St. Andrews. You know, people are talking like it's going to be Tiger's last, you know, hurrah. Like like there's so many better storylines than the whole live golf thing. Sure. So and I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. So I just think I just think it's I think he's getting his, you know, media sound bites, you know, whatever he can get kind of thrown in there um get some more supporters for the live tour and and i think they just they had to do it i think they just had to say no and that's kind of where it was i don't think it's going to kill them to say yes but i think if it says yes then it's like well the usga did this the rna did this the pga you know it just starts you start picking sides at that point and i just think they just wash their hands if he had been going every year he had been putting in his application. He had been playing every year since 2009, and it was something where it seemed it was special to him and it meant something to him other than uh, I don't think they would have uninvited him. I think if it was – but it, he, literally, he literally put his application in to play this year, and he hasn't done that for, like, multiple years. So he literally – he was only doing it uh, just for the, you know, they'll talk about it on TV. We'll get, you know, we'll get publicity that way. Um, so that's why I don't see this as such a big deal. They're like, no, you haven't done this in a while. So we're just not going to let you come at all now. Like, what do you want to come now? Cause you started this rival golf tour. Like, no, just sit, sit home. And you know what? I, even though I've been sort of not uh, pro live, I kind of side with them on this one. I kind of side with them on this one just because he, you know, he hadn't, hadn't cared that much, uh, cared that much prior. Hey, I, I, I give you kudos on that answer. Cause I think it's just, I agree. I mean, I think that's what it is. All right, so uh, piggybacking off that, um, the Scottish Open was this week. Um, I believe Xander Shoffley uh, at seven. I just pulled it up. Went ahead and took it. I think he was pretty much wire to wire. Um, he played. He played pretty good. I think the conditions they were. I was listening to a little bit of the replay. Um, they said that this course a lot of times can play more American than usual, like more like an American course than usual. And yeah. they're really fired up because it was real hard, real firm, a real true links test. Mm-hmm. Awesome. They said it was the 13th oldest golf course in the whole world, which is just I've, wild to me. Yeah. I've been over there a, a bunch. Um, I played in five British hams and we, we went to a lot of clubs um, and it's that, that to me, I get a lot of flack for this, but that to me is a true test of golf because it is not about how far you can hit it, how accurate you can, uh, or like, you know, like how far or how close you can get your wedges or how good your putters on. It's very much like the whole thing about what, um, I think it was Nate was complaining. It was either Ben or Nate were complaining about how they don't like, getting bad tee times with wave, you know, differences and, and something, but like over there, it's, it's legitimately like, you got to get a good wave. You've got to play solid. You, you can hit drives right down the middle of the fairway 
and they will roll into a bunker and you literally have to hit out sideways. Um, and I just think it's so, it's so golf over there. And, and I, I was asked, you know, what do I think they need to do to golf to make it like more entertaining? I think they need to make it harder. (laughs) Like, like for, for, well, for the pros, like when you guys watch guys shoot 80 as a, as a, you know, weekend warrior, dad bod golfer, you know, whatever, you go out and watch a pro guy shoot 80. You go, I can beat him. I can go play there. Yeah. And it kind of gives you like that, that fun of like, yeah, like you watch Steph Curry shoot threes and you're like, I can do that. Like, you know, (laughs) like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like him in a way, you know? Um, But when they go through and they play this uh, Scottish open and seven under wins, you know, and um, I just looked at a scorecard, but Spieth had a double and a bogey coming down the stretch. So he was right in the mix. I saw Um, him. He, he was greenside in a bunker, hit it uh, just past the pin and rolls like fifty yards away, like yeah, <laughs> down the hill. Down, I mean, it was it was crazy, and somehow he am, got up and down from there for bogey. Yeah, and and am I saying that it's fair? Like, no, not at all. It's like it's the same as hitting a drive down the middle and you end up in a divot. Like, it's not fair. Like, it sucks. But like over there, like that's that's golf. Like that's, that's how it is. And I don't know. I just, it's more special to me than a lot of other guys, um, especially American guys. But I also like, I've played enough over there where I think I respect it a little bit more. Yeah, So for sure. So it was, yeah, definitely. So it was, it was fun to watch Uh, true links, had a true links feel kind of get you ready for, for next week. But the question I had is, so this is the second opportunity that we've seen, live tour guys we had the u.s open and then we had mm-hmm. this where we had four guys from the live tour um participating in an event with pga tour golfers the top golfers in the world and so far out of two out of two rounds uh our two tournaments the best that we've had is like uh one top 25 i think brendan grace who won the live tour event last week i think finished top 24 yeah um, just lot guy uh ian poulter shot like a, a million uh on friday didn't make the cut yeah. uh and then you had justin harding was like a 60 uh t66 and then another guy's name i can't really pronounce um <laughs> it was it was way out there too so um after two go arounds am i overreacting and or uh properly reacting or underreacting to uh live tour golfers once they get money up front are they are they soft or, or, or like, what does that make it to where the motivation's not there? Like, what do you, what are you, what's your takeaway from that? I'd like to see him play more events. I think you're overreacting. Um, I I just think it's like that, like I was mentioning earlier, that Scottish golf and like links golf, you can have the best player in the world go out there and play and get a bad tee time, bad weather, some bad breaks. And I swear, I, I'm telling you right now, he'll play good and shoot like 75 or seven to 78. Like, and I'm not, I'm not saying Scotty cause he's number one right now is going to do that. But what I'm saying is like, go look at the open scores when they play this year. And like, you're going to see some really good names, not make the cut at the open. Um, yeah. And it happens every year. So just because of the tournament, I think you're overreacting. I think, I think there might be some of it when you start going through, but these guys, they play golf for a living and, you know, they're getting a lot of money to play seven events in a year. But I, I guarantee you, like, there's enough incentive for them to go play and play well that they're going to still kind of keep the game up and and try to go. Um, Is the majority of them going to, you know, try to be world beaters still? I don't know. I think you might, I still think like PJ tour, just because of how hard it is to get your card and to be there and to keep your card and go through it is going to make better golfers in the long run at the moment. But I mean, you've you're going to, I think in the next few weeks, you're going to see more guys go over there to play live and get, get some cash. I think after this week, it could be, it could get wild after, after the, uh, this last major or 
yeah, this is the last major now. After this one's over, I think it could get wild at some of the names. Like there was a report about just uh, Jordan Spieth, and then he backed off. He said, no, it's not me. But like that report just doesn't come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like there yeah. was definitely some conversations that were had that got out that didn't need to get out. But no, so going back to the conversation. So, you know, Lee Trevino always said play the way to play better is play for all the money that you have in your in, in your pocket of that day or whatever basically in other words yeah. when there's pressure when there's like got to on the line it makes you play better um you don't think that you know getting all this money up front because I was, I was just looking at the the finishes at the u.s open you had like i don't know 15 or so uh live tour guys only four make the cut and then you got mm-hmm. This week you had uh, only four guys in the field. Three, uh, one doesn't make the cut. Three finish. Um, you know, not really. I mean, they they just finish. They don't nothing really challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything. You don't think that having money, like I said, having your pocket line. I guess these guys have a lot of money anyway. But when you got that that, that kind of money added on top, you don't think we need we need more data basically. I think you're going to need more data. I think it's going to be personal too, like between the guys. I think like if I had to go out on a limb and make, you know, if I had to put money down on who, what guys are going to like end up being soft and whatever, like I think from listening to like Pat Perez and stuff like that, like he's going to be one of those guys that's like, give me money. I'll play seven events. I'll hang out. I'll do whatever. But then like, I'm spending time with the family, the kids, you know, all the stuff. Whereas I think like, like a Jordan Spieth or a Rory, if they went over there, I think they're doing it to get money. But I also think like they would be the type of person that would like, I want to win a green jacket. I want to win this, you know, like, like they're, they're still trying to make a a Dustin Johnson. What about a Dustin Johnson? See, I, Dustin's a weird one. Cause you never you never Bryson I think is just Bryson's Bryson Bryson just wants to do whatever the hell he wants to do so if he's getting money to go he he wants to have his YouTubers out there and you know (laughs) that's wild in the pictures of that he he wants to have his drones flying around you know like he he just wants to go out and and do Bryson uh DJ I think just doesn't give to whatever and just he's just like, Hey, I'm just making money. I'm playing golf. Like he's still a competitor. I think he like wants to play, but I think he's just out there. Like, you know, he's just getting money, getting a check. Him and Brooks are really similar in my opinion. Like, I I feel like, I feel like their personalities, like if you put them in a room, I would be like listening to two walls, talk to each other. I mean, not a lot going on. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll we'll see how it plays out. I think we I think we probably need a little bit more. We need a little bit more opportunity. This week will be interesting because there will be several live guys in the field. Mm-hmm. And then uh and then I guess we won't see anything unless there's some sort of agreement or something. Uh we won't see we won't see live tour versus PGA tour guys uh for, for quite a while after after this coming week. So uh it'll be interesting to see. So speaking of data. I know you've seen, you've heard our uh, data, you've heard our data, data, whatever you want to call it. Um, the data that you get from using the blue T rangefinder can definitely, it may not help you because you're just already at the peak, but guys like me helps, helps us tremendously. Uh, and you don't have to spend a ton of money to get it. Uh, has uh, the red infrared lock on buzz pin when it hits the pin toggle on and off slope. I know you can't use slope. Can y'all use rangefinders? You can, you can use rangefinders, right? We can use rangefinders in Latin, no slope, no barometric pressure, no elevation. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but you can have all that when you're playing with me. So, you, you toggle on and off slope. Uh, you can flip it to scan mode, hit bunkers, hit trees, hit the other side of the fairway, whatever you got to do. This thing gets it to you for a fraction of the price. Use coupon code DADBOD, take 10% off your order. Bluetees.com, check them out. All right, so let's talk about you. Um, season is either all the way wrapped up close to wrapped up pga tour latin america uh tell us tell us how all how that all went what's 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 on the roadmap what's the future hold and then uh let's just talk about and have some fun i know you got a hole you had a hole in one this year which is pretty sweet (laughs) yeah uh with a five iron with a five iron you're the you you hate that club hate that no that's my hole in one club you put me on a (laughs) 
you put me on a par a par three with a five iron it's it it, it has a good chance i don't know what it is it's <laughs> it, it's got something to it but um no uh season's wrapped up season's finished so we finished up in um the last week of june um we played in tulum um, I played, I played solid. Um, I finished 53rd on the money list. So I did, I get to keep my card. Um, but I don't move up any status in Q school or anything like that. So, I uh, still have to go to first stage. And then, uh, just right now, like this episode will come out and I will be on the course trying to Monday qualify for a corn fair event. Um, nice. and so that's kind of what I'm doing for the, a little bit. Yeah. I'm up, I'm up in, uh, uh, St. Louis is where the qualifiers are. Nice. So, but we're, we're doing that. Um, just kind of bouncing around a little bit, got some mini tours. I got a, just uh, had a win. Yeah. I just, I just got another win. So got one of those, uh, trunk checks, those big checks. Yeah. I, that's what Happy I, Gilmore. I, I should have brought it in and put it up behind me. That would have been, um, that would have been such flex. <laughs> just the headboard was just your check. That'd be, that'd yeah. Be awesome. He goes, uh, the guy's writing my name on there and he goes, do you just want Grayson or you want me to put something else on there? And I was like, I was like, there's nothing else I need to put on a giant check. Like there, there's nothing. Like I was thinking like my hit twiddle handle, which is a AU spud farmer. Yeah. But then, but I'm just sitting there going like, I don't want to look at this in like a year from now and be like, why didn't I just put my name on it? You should so. just put your Venmo on it. Is what you oh, yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> that, put your Venmo on it. And then when you're flashing around, boom money starts rolling in well one of my roommates wants me to uh he wants to take it so he can hang it in his man man cave and i was like it doesn't say your name on it he's like so it looks cool like (laughs) let me get that thing i (laughs) yeah that's a i mean you can't take that thing to the bank i mean i assume you get the direct deposit you don't take the big check in no we got Uh, we got a little paper check and then he gives us the styrofoam one so that's cool to have like you're racking up on checks i know i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm hopefully going to win a bunch of those. And then I'm going to recreate that happy Gilmore scene where he throws it in the back of his truck and yes. there's like 20 of them. Yes. Love that. That's, that's the yeah. greatest. That's the greatest. I was thinking of that line too, when he like hands me the little check and I was like, yeah, I was like, no, I want one of those big checks. I want like, one of the big ones. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so, so you, uh, you, you said you, you get to keep your card, but you have to go to Q school. Explain that, explain that part. So I have full status on Latin America. Gotcha. Um, so I'll get into all 12 events next year, but um, to move up in the ranks and to move forward, like I'll, corn fairy and whatnot, corn fairy Q school. So Got it. the only Q schools that they do are corn fairy and then DP world tour. Um, so when you play those, like, top 25 on the latin money list would have gotten the second stage instead of having to go through first stage and then um if i would have finished top 10 it would have gotten me to final stage of q school so there's there's incentives um to help move you forward as you play down low gotcha gotcha is there any thoughts like trying for the dp tour is there any 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 no there's not there's been a ton of guys that I've talked to and a lot of people, especially with some of the changes that they're going to do, which is the changes on the outside look good, but I think they're going to hurt more than they do good for guys like me. Um, But we're going to seriously look in the European tour just because right now, this is the last year that you can do Q school and get straight to the European tour. If I were to play really good. So um, like Kozan's finish last year at Corn Ferry, if he would have done that on European Tour um, Q School, he would have been on the DP World Tour this year. Oh wow! So, so it's it's a big like there's a big swing over there, but, but then also with them partnering and doing things, there there could be a lot of opportunities over there um, versus kind of what we're seeing in the states. So I know it's really expensive to do a do a Q School. Can you do both? Are they they held at the same time, or like if you do one? Can you not do the other? How does that work? You, you are, they will gladly take your money for both of them. Um, <laughs> but they schedule them so that they overlap. So ah, you got to pick can, one. Well, so you can play the first stage of corn Ferry and the second stage of corn Ferry Q school. And if you make it through both of those and then you play in Europe and you make it through first stage, then the finals of Corn Ferry and the finals of European Tour or DP World Tour 
um, are the same dates. So you would have to pick at pick that one. Point. Mm-hmm. So you can't you can't play like you couldn't get both cards. Boy, they you'd just, have to be you'd have to be strapped to be able to pull that off though. Like to be able to go through the stages and go do the back and forth. Like it would have to be, that's, that's gotta be a ton of money. Yeah. I think you could do it. I don't think it would be that, that uncost effective if you did it the right way. Like if you planned it right now, planned mm-hmm. all your trips um, and kind of, you know, used your points and did things, I think you could do it. I think it, it it'll cost a pretty penny because it's, they haven't come out with, DP World Tour cost, but I mean Q School this year is sixty five hundred dollars for Corn Ferry, and then that's just to enter, just that's to get just, in, just to get in, um, and then and it's more if you have to go to pre Q, and then um, last year Corn or uh, DP World Tour was around four grand, so I mean you're looking at ten grand to do both just right there, just to like, get in them, yeah. yeah, just to play, and with no with no guarantees on, on what happens. So that's tough. That's tough. Uh, that's awesome though. Um, I've, I've heard about, uh, guys trying to get, go over there to Europe and, and doing well. So, uh, it'd be, it'd be, I'll be, I'll be anxious to see or curious to see how, how things play out. Cause I mean, you get, uh, either way, either way, uh, you, you got to play to get in, you got, you got to get in, uh, you know, play good to get in. So it's going to be, It'll be fun. Obviously, we're going to be rooting for you and uh, hoping uh, everything turns out for the best. But you got how many? So you're going to Monday qualify. You're Monday qualifying. When you're listening to this, you'll be Monday qualifying. So we'll be watching that. We'll be giving updates. Uh, Springfield Corn Ferry has what three weeks left after this week? Three more events and then playoffs. They got got three more events and then playoffs. So they're going to go Springfield, Illinois. Then they go like it's like Springfield, Missouri, or some like town right right around there um and then they go to utah i believe that's right that's right and then and then they, i think their finals they'll go boise um and maybe like portland or i think they kicked portland so i think they go i think so too i think it's like i think they go boise and then they come back over here and then go back over there i think or something like that so you'll um, definitely go do the You'll definitely go do those two, right? Since that's kind of home, the Utah and the Boise. So for the finals, for the final three events, they don't do any Monday qualifiers or sponsors invites. Um, so <laughs> I'm I'm not able to go qualify for Boise, but the gotcha. Utah, I'm thinking about going out there. Um, you got to do that because our Primo guys are from there. You got we got to got to get you hooked up with the, with the Primo I guys. Need some joggers, right? <laughs> yes, that's how Blaine got hooked up with them at the Utah they, event, if I'm not mistaken. They, um, they're giving me, uh, this is a good shirt, but, um, I ordered the wrong size in my shirts. So I'm wearing like, Oh nine, no, not even Oh nine, like two thousands tiger look. I mean, like <laughs> giant baggy, baggy shirts. Yeah. And there's a few guys that have just been giving me hell about it on tour. Um, so I definitely need some help with that, but we'll, we'll try to size right (laughs) coming up this year. Yeah, we'll work that out. We'll get that. We'll get that squared away for you. All right. Last thing, last thing. Okay. Um, I did a driver. I did a club fitting this weekend. Okay. And I've always been, I've always been very skeptical because one time I did a club fitting indoors and they're telling me, oh, my God, you're hitting at 340. Now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're just hitting into a simulator. So I'm like, I, is this re- I mean, is this real? I didn't end up buying uh, the clubs because they would just they're putting me in all this stuff. And they're like, oh, my God, look now. Now you're hitting it. You know, you're hitting it this. And I'm like, OK, maybe, maybe, maybe not. So I've always been skeptical. I've been I had the sim. I had the sim one to start off with and I can uh-huh. absolutely pummel it. I mean, absolutely send it. <laughs> and then the top cart, like the carbon fiber cap one day just, just exploded, just popped off, uh, like, like a bag of popcorn. And, um, so I sent, it was in, within a year. So I got the club, my club pro to send it in and they were like, good news, bad news. We can get you another driver. They don't make the SIM to the SIM anymore, but we're going to give you a SIM too. And I was like, okay, awesome. I just upgraded. So I get the SIM too, and I've never been able to hit it. I, I, my, I feel like my spin rate, like I, it goes just crazy through the roof. I, I try to manipulate my body to get the ball flight down and all this kind of stuff. I've never been able to hit it. And our new club pro says, dude, you got to try the stealth. 
you got to. You've got to hit the stealth. This is the lowest spinning driver I've ever had. Uh, I can't, I, I can't spin it. He's like, it's, it's unbelievable. You got to try it. So, you know, I'm thinking again, I'm trying to get sold, you know? So I'm like, uh, right, right. I don't know. I don't know. But finally I was like, let's just do it. What's the worst? It's going to be outside. So at least I'll get to see the ball flight. So right. I'll know I'm not getting screwed. Um, so they bring the track man out there. Um, I take my, I got to send you my numbers. Like it's unbelievable. Um, so he's like, I want you to hit, I want you to hit 10 shots with your driver. So I hit 10 shots with my driver my dispersion was 100 yards. <laughs> okay. With my driver from left to right was 100 yards. Spin rate was like 3,600 to 4,000, which is not anything desirable at all. And then he pops, gives me a sim. And the first one I hit is 2,100 spin. Absolute piss missile, uh, just out there, a little baby draw. And I was like, okay, it's probably a fluke. And then just driver after driver, just, out there uh hovering right around 2500 uh spin uh 2500 rpm spin rate um picked up like 18 20 yards of carry another 20 to 25 yards overall and i'm like i mean i'm just about to buy everything this guy's giving gonna give me i mean it's just it's it's i mean the 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 data's right there i mean i can't what, what can i do my dispersion goes from 100 yards to 40 as long as he didn't, uh, you know, roll up in the car right there and go, hey, you want to buy some golf clubs and like flip Nate, up the trunk? And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nate, swears but, I get screw- Nate swears I got screwed. Um, I don't know. I, it, I mean, it, it seems almost too good to be true. And he did tell me, he's like, look, I'll just be honest with you. I almost got fired over the Sim 2 head. He's like, it's the worst driver heads TaylorMade's ever made. It's the most spinny driver head it's it's he's a he goes they rolled it out too fast after the sim one uh he's like i got in trouble because i go to these pga qualifiers or pga sectionals pga pro sectionals and i wouldn't play it and taylor may was like you got to play the new stuff if you're the taylor made rep he's like i just couldn't i could never hit it and i was so glad when he stealth stealth came out and uh, i was not a believer i've never been like a huge you know go get fitted guy because i just feel like they're trying to sell you something the whole time but i'm like i'm in i bought i bought everything I bought everything they had. I bought everything they had. Did I get scammed? Is it legit? Make me help me feel better. Have you have you played with it yet? I have not played with it yet, but I did do this. It doesn't come in until okay. it doesn't come in until like towards the end of July. They're they're okay. a little bit behind, a couple of weeks back back. But today I went and got the head pros. He has a stealth, and it's a okay. little bit different shaft. I got a super low launch shaft on mine. His is like a mid launch. And uh, I was like, I just got to go see if this thing's a fluke. And he's actually going to let me use it because I'm playing in a tournament this coming up weekend. Okay. And uh, I went out there and I called my, I, I, I said right after I texted you, but I texted him. I was like, it's not a fluke. It's not a fluke. <laughs> I was hitting it a little bit higher, but just no spin, baby draw. And you've seen me play. Like I, I can't turn, I, I couldn't turn the ball over right to left. It's, it's It was a cut everything because I'm trying to do all this I didn't feel confident. I'm just going out there and just ripping this thing. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. It's not a fluke. I'm. 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 I've sold myself. It could be all between my ears, but I'm believing it's the. I'm believing it's the club was the missing link. <laughs> I think that it's going to be twofold. I think you're going to have a little bit of. Uh, it's going to have a little new car smell. Yeah. So you're going to really enjoy it, and you're going to really remember the good ones, and you're you know, gonna, gonna really enjoy it. And I think I, I'll be the first one to tell you, like, you want to get better at golf. There is definitely a, a need to go get fitted correctly for stuff, but you have to be fitted correctly. Um, and I think that part of that is actually not hitting into a net or a simulator, but out on a, out on a range, watching the ball fly, with good balls, like balls that you nor- are going to kind of normally play with, um, which is a lot of things that people don't necessarily have access to. So first off, I think you did the right thing there. And then get, going through it, though, I think like you're going to have a little new car smell with it. It's going to be great. You're going to hit some good ones, but there'll be a point when you start hitting some bad ones. And that's just that's just the swing. Like over time, it your swing changes every day. And yeah. so – they're going to fit you and they're going to fit you to your swing that you had that day. And as long as you can do a good job of keeping your swing kind of there, you're going to hit it pretty good. And, and it might be, I know for a fact that like 
the Titleist driver that I have is way better. I have the TSI and it's way better than the model that they had before it. I don't even, it was TS2 or whatever. Yeah. But like, I couldn't, I was like you, I hit that one and just didn't like it. Just, just, I, it looked the same. It was set up the same, but just didn't like it. And then I got this one and I was like, oh, no, I, I like this one. Like I can yeah. hit this one and go through it. So um, I'll be interested to see how you play with it. Yeah. Because um, obviously the way different. you're, the way you're talking, you're making me seem like you're going to think and keep saying that you can break 80 at Augusta, <laughs> but but I'm going to, I'm going to, no, still, I never said it 80. I'm I never said 80. I said 90. <laughs> I'm still going to slap the over. Um, <laughs> I never said 80. I said 90. I can break 90. I guess not 80. Hey, I, blur- I broke 90 at East Lake. How about, Hey, that's, that's, Hey, that's when you needed that driver. Yeah. I need, I needed, I needed that driver that day because my, I hit my irons and my wedge is so good, but I was in trouble a lot. Cause I, yeah. I just don't have the, I didn't, I, I have no idea. I have no idea which way the ball is going to go with that other and, drive. I mean, a hundred yards of dispersion. I mean, there's not, you, you can't to, play many courses that way. You need you know? to go play grand national after a big rainstorm when it's really wet. So you can actually see how far you're hitting it. You're carrying it. Cause, yes. uh, cause that will definitely tell you too. Cause that course can get long once it's uh when there's no roll, but oh, yeah. in the summers in Auburn, when they're a little dry and a little hot, you can, you can pump some balls out there for a oh, little yeah. while. Oh, and this when AU club clubs open, it's going to be firm, and we're just going to be sending it, just sending it rolling forever. I can't wait to rip one up number four, and it just roll for a hundred years or down seven. Oh man, it's going to be awesome. Or you're going to come back. You're going to hit one on three, and it's going to go through the fairway and off the left side. Oh yeah, and it's but it's going to get (laughs) caught in that bunker. (laughs) Oh, did they put in a bunker? There's going to put it. They're going to. There's going to be a bunker over there. Oh boy. You got to come back. Uh, you got to come back and see it once it opens in October. It's gonna be it's gonna be spectacular. So you're 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 maybe I made a good investment. Maybe I didn't just get sold. You you don't think it? I I mean I got to send you my number so you can see it. But I you know. I think I think there's two questions that I have, and one of them pertains to yours, and that would be like I want to see how you play with it on the course. Yeah, and then I want to know who got the better deal and driver between you and Nate with the out of the trunk driver. <laughs> so, so I want to see the difference between those two and see who ended up with the better, with the better. I've been, club. I've been hitting the three wood. Uh, it's uh, I've been hitting the three wood. He hasn't even hit it yet. I got to get, I got to get it back to him. I hit it at East Lake and I hit, I had a good round going until we got, you've, you've played East Lake, right? Yep. Ripped one down the middle on 14s, par five okay. uh, down the hill. Uh, and when I say ripped one, I mean, I still had, I don't know, 200 and, 70 yards in it didn't quite get to where yeah. it rolled down the hill it was right at the top and got, pulled out the three wood and just roasted one out of bounds, straight out of bounds right and it's a long way to get it out of bounds right uh so i'm not i'm not really a big fan of that three wood so, so you're blaming can, you're blaming nate's three wood it it's wasn't definitely you, it was the three wood <laughs> it's a three wood it's a three wood from a uh like a drug dealer so i mean what can you what can you say i mean what what are you going to get out of that uh, but no, I got the sim. I got I got a new three wood coming. So I got the driver and the three wood and the three wood. Yep, same shaft setup. A little bit of a little bit heavier for the for the three wood. But um, I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped to get it. I'm pumped to play this coming up weekend in this tournament. I'll I'll I'll, I'll keep you. I'll send you some scoring updates as you as I'm watching you. Uh, hopefully get we, into the corner. We need trick. to do like a, like an episode 300 uh, when you get there and just kind of like a recap. Okay. Let's go talk about this driver that you had and yes. see if you still see if you still feel the way you do right now. Cause I think, I think you're a little, uh, you're a little excited. <laughs> I feel like I'm having to like convince myself that it's legit. You know what I mean? Like you're like, you kind of have cognitive dissonance or whatever it is, uh, buyer's remorse, but you're like, nah, it's good. It's good. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. We're no, I went, it. At the range at Auburn and downhill or uphill? So when I got fitted, I hit uphill. Okay. And then today it was the up one was open and I was hitting them from the, now it was the front of the box. It was the front of the box, but I was yeah. hitting them onto the tee box on the bottom, like in the air. So, I mean, and it, it was, and it hasn't rained in like three months. Right. So it's rolling all the way through. <laughs> no flying it there i'm telling you i was flying it there it was not rolling uh, i mean but that is way downhill like it's yeah. probably that's probably what 280 carry from the front of that t-box to the bottom 
I, I would say something like that maybe yeah when we got in when we got in the the new drivers and stuff I think my sophomore year and we were hitting them I think we calculated it about from the front it was like a two it's like a 280 90 carry so I mean it's it's a good poke it was down it was downwind too the wind was I'm not gonna lie I was get I was getting a little help from the wind but no it was uh it was I don't know. It was fun. I, I text the, I text Jake, the, our, our new pro, and I was like, "It's not a fluke. It's not a fluke. I'm in. Hey, I'm in. If, I'm if a stealth it, guy if now." If it fixes you, I mean, I gave Ben um, uh, the I AVX ben the new balls, and he he's loves hitting those. He's loving them. So put that in with a new driver, and he might he might start beating up on you guys now. Ben Ben's been solid, man. He's 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 going to shoot. He's not going to shoot over like 81, 82 anytime he plays. It's just that's that's about what he's going to shoot, but he's going to shoot it every single time. So you better, you better, you know, for us, you better go low, uh, or he or he's going to beat you. Um, he so just I think never gets in I, trouble. So I think uh, I think we just set the groups. Then I think it's me and Ben versus you and Nate. Hmm. How what, we got to be catching? What are we catching? <laughs> <laughs> what are we catching on this? I don't I don't know. I think well. If I got if I got Ben, then Ben's got to get a few. Sure, I mean he can he can have he can have a few, but I mean we're, we we got to be catching. I'll play with Blaine, and Blaine gave me ten uh, this last time we played and just pummeled me. Um, five aside or like just ten? Five aside, yeah. Okay, so it was. Uh, I gave I gave my old roommate seven one time, and I was like, eh, you can have eight and still beat him by like three and he was like <laughs> he was like dude you gotta stop this we'll see well let me get this stealth heated up and then uh maybe we'll have a <laughs> round maybe we'll have a round two hey well, me and you are we're undefeated right now so we gotta last the only time we've played together true we, we've we've won money so we got to keep the keep the streak going dude thanks for jumping on last minute um you saved the day uh we'll get we'll get uh we'll give uh nate some hell later uh but we really appreciate it no wish you wish you best of luck and keep us posted as you're listening to this i'm sure you you've qualified you've got in on the monday qualifier so uh we'll be looking forward to seeing you play on the weekend and you know obviously we're going to keep talking i'm gonna send you some vids of me just smoking this stealth just <laughs> roasting it and uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna get off the golf course and sign my card for a little 62 tomorrow and i'm gonna have videos on my phone of you just striping drivers just striping with a, i'm gonna put a, i'm gonna put a uh i'm gonna put a shot tracer on it Hey, speak real quick before we leave. Yeah so, yeah. so we had the episode talking about signing your scorecard and how dumb it is. And then you had a yep. scorecard fiasco, right? Shortly yeah, after it. I, I did. And it, <laughs> it was not pertaining to signing your scorecard. Um, it was pertaining to adding your score correctly. Mm. So I played this hole. Um, it's the 18th hole in Guadalajara. And it was on the first day that I played. And I was on the box. I was five under on 17 T and I made a bogey on 17, which is a hard part three. It's like 220, um, 220 plus. Yeah. Five iron. And, um, then we get to the next hole and it's a hard dog leg left par four. It's like a three iron wedge, uh, just cause of altitude and everything. Um, snap hooked it left. Cause I was trying to do too much with it ends up in a tree. So I have to take an unplayable. Then I hit it over the trees and it ends up in more trees over the cart path across the green up against the out of bounds fence. And I couldn't take like an unplayable and get it out. So it took me two hacks to move the ball, like 10 feet, maybe to get it to a spot where I could take an unplayable. And then, so I took an unplayable then got relief from the scoreboard that was behind the green Oh my gosh. So I was 30 yards and I had to rotate it around to get on the other side of the green, like 30 yards away, drop, punched it up onto the green from there, which I was still in the trees where I dropped. Um, and then two putted. And so when we counted it, we counted it up. It, it counted up while we were there as a nine. Well, went in, signed this card, did everything. Well, the guy that was playing with me, we finished the round after the fourth round. So final day on this, that score happened on Thursday. I've made the cut and finished my, I signed my scorecard on Sunday. And the guy that was playing with me the first day sent me a text message. He was like, Hey, I have a question for you. Are you still at the golf course? 
And I was like, yeah, I just finished up, like, you know, come over at scoring, meet me there. So he said that he was, because everybody had been talking about that ruling because there was so much that happened. Yeah. And I shot even that day with a nine. So it was just like, um, it was ridiculous. But um, so we're going through, or excuse me, I put an eight on there on the scorecard and it added up to a nine, but I put an eight, I shot even with the eight. So then we go through everything. The guy was going through all of it. When we, when we counted it up again afterwards, he said he was talking to a rules official because she wanted to like hear what happened from a guy that was in the group. And then she was the one who found out that it added up or seemed like it added up to a nine. And so when we came back and we re-added it, it added up to a nine. And like, we went through all the shots, we sat down and like, you know, drew them out and basically it was a nine. So at that point I had to go to the tour officials and be like, Hey, I have a scoring issue. Like I need, I, you know, I need to basically show you guys like, Hey, I messed up. I counted the wrong score here. We need to go through it. Um, and it, and it, it sucked. I mean, I finished, I finished 20, I think I finished 23rd in the event. Um, but I ended up getting WD or uh, DQ'd um because of it and it's just because there's the rule is if you sign for a lower score than what you actually had it's a dq um and so that just it 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 sucks do they not have Um, walking scores with you no officials no not a not at that point and it's not like see the crazy thing was about it was i my scorer and the third guy in our group all added it up and we all got to an eight there was a rules official right there that helped me like add up half of it to where we were to like, you know, Hey, you're getting yeah. your fish shot or whatever, but we didn't like, I don't know how we missed it. Like I, I still, I don't understand. And granted, like I was five under with two holes left, knew I was going to make a big number, you know, like there's a lot of emotions going on and I feel like I handled everything really well. It's just for whatever reason, could cannot add it that in that standpoint. I guess um, if but, if you that's the thing about, but that's so. If you if you count it and your and your partner count, counts it and the official counts it, that should just be it. Like you don't get to go like you don't get to go retroactive from four days later. That's what's so crazy. Yeah, so, and it and there's different things like like I could have the the kid that brought it up. Um, I could have gone after him and said like you know like i think he's like we made a mistake obviously and like but like the way you're doing this is like you're maliciously trying to get me dq'd because i beat you and so it's like like there's other things but but i i don't want to fight that guy like right now by the way no but but i think i think to be honest like i played with him i've i've met him and, and i've been around him a bunch and i think he was doing it like in a sincere out of his heart because like even once I added it up and went through it and found out like, like I couldn't have gone home and put my head on the pillow and said like, no, it was an eight. Like just, I knew it was a nine. And so like, I had to say something about it. And, and that's what sucks is like, I wish there was something where I could have been like, Hey, look, we made a mistake. We went through it and, you know, just assess me the shot. We already went through all the stuff. Like everybody added it up, Yeah, you know, and, and it's like, I didn't, I wasn't trying to cheat. Yeah. I cheat out of a shot. Like I made the, I made the cut by two shot, two strokes. So it's not like I just barely made the cut. Like, or that you got know, you to make the cut. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, it, it, there's like, they deemed like, you know, like, it's not like I did it maliciously or anything. It's just the way the rules are worded and the way that it goes through it. it it's better for the game. If it's just a, you signed it, you did it wrong it's a, you know, it's a, it's a DQ. And it's just because you would have too many guys that would be on the other end of the spectrum trying to fudge a number here or there. And then it's like, Oh, you caught me just add one, you know? And so um, that's the tough part with it. And it, and it sucks, Yeah. but you know, you, you learn a lot through those. So, um, you know, I, I'm going to count better the next week. I, the next week I made a double, I just made a six and I was like, 
counting it on my fingers. I was marking scores. Like I was doing everything. You got to get the clicker. Sure. Yeah. I've, I've got to get something. Or your bead, like club bro guy, you got the bead. After exactly. Just start. <laughs> go up and down. I'm going to start I go having tees in my pocket and just like move one. Okay. That's one shot. That's hey, I've been, Hey, I've been there. Eights, eights and nines. It gets, you know, strokes get blurred together. Once you get up to that, I've, I've been there. And with two doubles and a, free drop from a temporary obstruction like a weird ruling like you start there was so much going on but yeah but um yeah i mean it it sucks because i made no money that week and finished 23rd i got no points um the points part's what sucks points sucks um i went from i would have been 43rd on the money list no i would have been 40th on the money list Hmm. to 53rd so I went from with two tournaments left, knowing I was inside the cut and was going to keep my card. And now I'm fighting for a spot, you know, in the yeah. top 25 or, you know, whatever to now I've got to make the cut next week just to keep my card. Right. Um, and even then, like I, I barely made it through those two weeks. I made one cut, missed one cut, finished like 57th. Yeah. So, um but but yeah it was funny though i thought about your guys's comment with the scorecards i was waiting for nate to say something he just i was waiting for <laughs> to get a text message from him you saying, baited him just sign your card dude just- yeah just just count it up dude i mean just count right <laughs> so no, that was great that was the, yeah. the timing was just un- incredible it was literally like the week after that or something like that that episode it was crazy i'm i'm my life seems to be like that. I'm really impeccable with my timing. So <laughs> one of the, one of these times you guys are going to say something stupid, like, Hey, you're going to make a hole in one with a driver or something. And I'm going to do it. I know. And it's it just, just going to be like, it's just, I don't know what to tell you. You're going to make a hole. You're going to hit all in one with a five iron tomorrow. So just that'd gonna, be cool. Or today when you're listening to this, Grayson yeah, will have hit a hole in one <laughs> with a five iron. So uh, get some rest, uh, play good tomorrow. And uh, we'll be talking soon. I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, guys, thanks for listening tonight. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, and we are the Dad Bod Golf Pod, and we're yeah, always always stroking. Grayson's never stroking. All right, bye. <laughs> You've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod, always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.